everybody and welcome to today's episode of This Property Life podcast. I'm joined by James Horgan in the studio today. Uh, James is a seasoned investor who manages to hold down a full-time job, a um, young family, and also invest in out of area and a little bit in area um, as well. So welcome, James. How are you today? Yeah, I'm good. Sorry, yeah, it's it's Friday, so getting towards the end of the week, which is which is good. So I'm uh, looking forward to a bit of a break the weekend. But as you said, yeah, young family, we're actually moving house, our own house as well, personally. So that's really busy. But um, plus, yeah, the full time job as well, trying to keep all those plates spinning. But good overall. Yeah, and also obviously investing in various parts of the of the country. Whereabouts are you investing at the moment? Yeah, so at the moment I've got investments in in sort of the home counties around London, uh, Corby. But in terms of um, my main focus over the last few years has been has been Wales, sort of South Wales and and, and Mid Wales, depending on on the strategy. So um, yeah, Wales Wales has been my focus um, for a combination of reasons, really. Um, yeah, I mean, there's just just general really good demand in in Wales for 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 rental housing, and you know that sort of first attracted me for in terms of buy to let in investment um and then more recently i've been looking at service accommodation uh, models as well as larger commercial to residential models and um yeah obviously welsh wales has its own government and a slightly different approach to things so it's 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 important to to understand the the, the local environment but there's some some really interesting kind of local things taking place in Wales, um, which I think makes it interesting and attractive. Yeah, I mean, they are one of those um, governments that tends to take the the first step in a lot of different legislation. And over the years, we've seen Wales go first and go quite hard on some regulations. Mm. Um, Scotland then kind of follows suit in a, in a manner. And England, I think, tend to to sort of sit back, look at it all, and um, and perhaps do a bit of a half-assed attempt at, at some of it. Um, but yeah, so Wales is has brought in some big regulations over the last few years, haven't they? Yeah, that's true. Um, but as I said, I mean, it's I mean the fundamentals are there. You know, demand is strong, and one of the key things that benefited Wales was um, just the removal of the toll on the on the Seven Bridge. I mean, that had a really big impact. And it's a few years now. Um, a few years ago now but effectively you know all of a sudden people paying higher rents or higher property prices in England just over the bridge effectively flooded into Wales uh, and now are now potentially commute back into England for for their jobs so you know cities like uh, Newport, uh, Cardiff, Swansea and, and the Valley saw that fundamental increase in demand but yeah as you say so I mean just you know on the, on the buy slip front you know there's a there's a wave of new compliance and regulation at the moment for for buy selects which you know I'm being contacted about in terms of um, upgrading fire alarm systems etc and, and and basic specifications um, from an SA perspective and you know I've got a project happening in in, in Midwells at the moment yeah, the, the Welsh Government have clamped, clamped, come down quite hard on amateur Airbnbers and, you know, effectively looking to, to to tax them out of existence, really. So, again, 
by taking a more professional approach, I'm able to to navigate around those those issues. Um, but fundamentally, if there's a if there's a reduction in supply, that's great for me in terms of uh, a new SA provider because I'll be pr providing supply you know new supply into into a, a restricted market. Um, I think that that supply and demand is. Um... You know, it's it's the foundation of everything that we do, essentially. And I know when I was last in Wales a few months ago um, on a buying trip with um, some students and mentees that there were an awful lot more second homes that were on the market um, as a result of that sort of double taxation. Because I think, is it correct that they were the council tax uh, payable for second homes was doubled or tripled or something like that? Yeah, so yeah, that, that that really did open up um, a lot of of transactions and sales, which obviously takes things out of the market from an Airbnb or service accommodation perspective, um, which is great when you are operating in that sort of professional um, arena like yourself. So tell us about that new project. Yeah, so it's it's basically it's a it's a closed hotel at the moment. Um, and you know what attracted to me initially is it's a mixed-use building it's it's retail on the bottom and a closed hotel on the main building and then there's sort of two other connected buildings but um you know when i first went to view the property you know i could see a basically the value in having the the retail element in in the purchase and um it's a tier one uh tenant they're in there for for 10 years so when I when I was appraising, you know the the value of the of the whole deal, having that that basic element um, in the in the deal was I thought was was fantastically valuable. So I've I've leveraged off that really. I've split the ties on the property. I'm using the the retail element to effectively fund, you know, two thirds over two thirds of the purchase, um, leaving the rest of the property, which is which is substantial. Um, not unencumbered, but but you know I'm get, I'm getting that element of the property out for for a very low cost, um, so that enables me to 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 refurbish the the closed hotel. So initially, the first phase will be the ten rooms, will be a smart hotel, um, or be in a part hotel. So each um, room will have uh, self catering facilities, um, but yeah, it's it's a, it's a relatively light refurb. Um, I could, you know, I could do a very light refurb and reopen it pretty quickly, but starting to to install a, a brand new model in terms of the smart hotel concepts um, and pushing to get that open for, you know, the next holiday season, sort of March, April, May, May next year. So who's your main guest avatar going to be? Yes, that's really interesting. So, I mean, there's, again, there's some few unique features for, for, for Wales. And again, you know, I've done a lot of analysis around the the demand and used a few few online tools such as AirDNA to to really examine the, the the demand. But by Park Wales, which is just down the road uh, in Merthyr Tydfil, is is a is a really fantastic attraction. It's a national attraction, basically, and you know, it's attracting uh, mountain bikers from from around the country to stay in the region to experience a, a really fantastic facility. It's, it's, it's basically a ski resort 
for, for, for mountain bikers with, with lifts and guides and it's, you know it's a really fantastic facility but the key problem is there's there's nowhere really to stay uh, Merthyr Tidville is the, is the closest town and it really does lack any kind of overnight accommodation um, whereas my my property in Brecon just up the road you know Brecon is a, is a, a thriving established tourist resort um, so yeah one of my key avatars will be bikers and and cyclists so my 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 hotel will have a dedicated bike storage area bike uh, maintenance facilities so that's one one key market and then you've got the traditional kind of uh tourist um in the in the brecon national park so it tends to be more affluent um 50 plus uh individuals and they they tend to stay for for quite a long time in the region so you know up to two to three three weeks and then they just they base themselves and explore explore the area um and again i think by having that self-catering element to to the accommodation is it's going to be super attractive as people look to you know to manage their costs during the stay and you're really, um, you know, you've defined that guest avatar and have designed a product that will um, suit them and get that all important long term booking in, which obviously reduces an awful lot of our linen costs, cleaning costs, um, just general transaction costs, which um, do make the, the short stay model a lot more attractive. And so, yeah, that sounds like a, a great deal. So when did you hope to have that open? Yeah, I mean, we're at the final, final stages of, of the purchase. So I'm committed by the end of next week to to exchange. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd hope to have that open in, in April, May. My, my build is all ready to go and, and uh, putting more pressure on me than I am on him. So um, yeah, it's um, once we once we can get it over, all, all the designs and, and plans are done. So it's, 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 it's ready to go once, once we get the green light. So this is um, a relatively big project, I guess, compared to um, some of your other portfolio um, that you have, which is centred more around the buy-to-let and HMO market. Um, yeah. What is it that attracted you to, to scale into this different area? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it's it's a, it's a couple of things, really. It's the, it's the return on the effort, ultimately. And, you know, as well as this project, I'm looking at a couple of other larger um commercial to residential projects again in in wales um uh, one's a uh, a pub conversion into uh nine flats and uh, the another one is a is a high street property with three retail units and, and, and planning for for 13 um apartments um and yeah I, I guess for me it's that kind of calculus around you know the amount of time spent on a deal to, to, to push it through to fruition um, versus the return. So, you know, they, you know, the effort tends to be the same from buying a single, a single unit to, to, a, to a larger project because you have to deal with, you know, all elements raising the finance. You have to work through the, the, the planning process. You need to organize the design. You need to, to work with your builder. Uh, and you need to work through to, to, the, to the refinance. Um, so the effort tends to be the same. It's just that the numbers are, are, are different and, and, and bigger. So really, you know, it's sort of bang for, bang for your buck uh, in terms of um, 
yeah getting getting more out from from scale i mean i guess the flip side to that is as the projects do get more complicated you know often you can have things that slow down the process so it's you know it's important to 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 balance that off and you know i, I do like to keep still you know my hand into single unit vital lets and and have a pipeline of those coming through to balance off any kind of major delays in in the in the larger projects i guess that's the beauty of your current project that you have is that you have that tier one retail uh, tenant in the bottom of the um, building which allows you i guess that time doesn't it because um, they are effectively paying any finance costs that you've got um, and at some point once that is split uh, the titles are split and you as you've mentioned you get the top for almost for free um, so that's a really attractive thing isn't it when you are looking for bigger projects to find something that is mixed use yeah for sure you know it's, it's the the power of title splits isn't it to you know to maximize the value of of a project or a property you know it's a really a really powerful tool and you know i i, I tend to look at all projects with 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 a title split option in mind because if you can you know again it allows you to be a bit more creative in terms of the the raising finance element because you know you introduce different types of, of finance such as pensions sips and sasses um so having a commercial element included enables that and you know in this particular project it's a it's a sip that will fund the the commercial re retail element um but yeah you know rather than looking at the the cost of the entire property identifying where the value is leveraging off that to leave um the unrealized element relatively unencumbered or unburdened by by debt is 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 a really good way um at looking at things so uh, yeah yeah uh, i think um for i mean i've known james for many many years now and i think that um that creative deal structure and that that finding an angle in those things is something that you've um, always enjoyed. And I guess that property is definitely giving you that as you scale through the, the different tiers. Yeah, I mean, I guess it enables you to bring a bit of creativity to to a deal, doesn't it? You know, and uh, looking at the problem created creatively. I mean, it does cause a load of a load of work and a load of. Uh, around it because yeah you have to you have to follow through with that that idea and 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 make it work um yeah the blue sky thinking is great but obviously at some point that's got to be implemented hasn't it exactly yeah um so, so that brings up nicely james so one of the questions that we're asking most of our guests now are what three key behaviors um do you think is important to have as a property investor you know what i mean super easy Easy, I mean, number one is discipline. You know, yeah. it's it's an everyday activity, mm. and it should be because you know this is this is this is what we do. This is ultimately our our, our vocation, really. Um, this is what we like to do, and and we, where we like to achieve. And you know, my 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 normal day is deal with the baby first, make sure the baby is okay and looked after first first couple of hours of the day then look after myself try and do a bit of exercise you know we're, we're getting on a bit getting towards 50 so you know making sure you're looking after your health and yourself is, is really important every day 
then my next thought is is property and um how do i move move things forward and just moving things forward one or two steps every day is is super important and um it's the first thing i i, I think of there and in terms of the key steps you know it's raising finance you know you always need to be thinking about raising finance thinking thinking about it creatively looking at the different options obviously the world is transforming at the moment the whole kind of macro environment environment is changing interest rates are changing how how people are investing is, is changing massively so it's never really been a more important time to think about that you know and think about what the, what the options are um but at the end of the day there's so much cash out there looking for a return um and you know getting getting a secured safe return is an attractive offer for people who, who, who are looking to 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 protect their their cash from inflation which is which is a, a massive problem so that's number one on the priority list yeah number two finding deals um what is your pipeline of deals um move again moving those 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 deals forward going through your historical deal pipeline um and you know nothing we'll know from property nothing is nothing is certain until there's a signature right and you know, I've probably got a pipeline of of four or five large deals and you know and some of them are stalled and you know but and others are, are moving faster and you know the priority of, of those deals changes all the time because you're dealing with people you're de dealing with solicitors you may not be getting the truth all the time but you have to you know keep pushing pushing through those deals to to to, to get to the truth basically um background in um, corporate and have been um, a, a sales background for the last couple of decades, James, has probably um, borne you quite well in terms of that pipeline because you do understand that the momentum has to keep going. So I think it's lots of people when they have a big project on, they get so task orientated that the pipeline just falls off the back end. And um, if that particular project falls through for any reason, or even if it, it comes through and we complete on it, we've got nothing there in the background. So that pipeline, as you say, is a really important thing. And it can feel a bit scary though, can't it? When you've got quite a lot of balls to juggle and you've got a big project on and you're still negotiating and, and offering on other things. And you're like, what if they all come off? Oh my God. Exactly. I mean, you know, yeah, it's true. It, is, it can be really daunting to think, all right, why am I pushing myself to, to again, to keep keep looking for deals when I'm, I'm so involved in, in, the, in the deals that, that are happening. But like you say, it's, it's really important to keep that part of your, your job going because, um, you know, otherwise your, your, your pipeline, you know, it will dry up. And also you'll, you'll, you'll potentially you'll, you'll lose momentum in that area. And, you know, to get the momentum back up once, once you drop the ball, you know, again, is, is a, is a big effort to, 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 to to move it forward again to, to to where it was and i think also i mean and in terms of you know you're not committed until you're you're, you're putting your money into the into the deal is, is the reality so um yeah you can you can you can see what's out there you can see what's possible um and you know very often once you see the wider opportunity uh, in some respects, it makes you look at the deals that you're currently working on with different eyes because, you know, 
often people get so emotionally attached to a deal because they think it's the best deal in the world but actually there's a there's a thousand best deals in the world isn't there so um it really is yeah so we've got discipline um and we've got keeping our pipeline completely full what's your third characteristic um i would say you know just just leveraging leveraging your team so again as you get more and more experienced you know you you start to create a, a, a wider team that you can leverage off and, and focus your talents on the areas that that you're that you're good at. And you know, for me, year on year, that that's always changing and improving. So, um, yeah, I just very recently, I've, I'm I'm working with a um, a really good builder who, again, is who wants to get more and more involved with with what I'm doing, and that enables me really to to focus on on the on the deal making, if you like, and allowing my my partner to focus on 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 the build element, which yeah, I'm not so experienced in. So yeah, I mean, just all the time, it's, it's a people business, which is which is the great thing, I think. And you know, you you do you do establish really good and genuine relationships, um, which which are which are mutually beneficial and, and, and valuable. So I really enjoy that part. But you, you mentioned the the corporate world and often the corporate world can be difficult because you know the, the end product often is, is difficult to to see or find when you're working within the, the corporate world because you have so many layers and there's that is so big whereas um, when you're working with individuals on a very specific project and everyone knows their role um, there's lots there's lots of satisfaction to be had from everyone in the team working together to achieve uh, an end goal so i do get a lot of sort of personal satisfaction from from that element but yeah let you know leveraging leveraging your team really is, is the is the is the third piece really and if you were to look um back now as you, as yourself as that initial investor what do you wish you'd have known then that you perhaps know now uh, probably my ego. Okay. <laughs> thinking, uh, thinking, I knew it all and I could do it all, and I didn't need anyone else. Um, so, dismantling my ego has been been the most valuable thing I've I've done as, as an individual, and realizing I don't know it all and I do need help is 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 probably what what I'd like to have known before. Um, yeah, and you know, what? I think that's a really important one because I think people do think that they you know, the property's not complex and, you know, you buy something, you sell it, you rent it out, it's job done. And it isn't, it isn't complex. It's, it's definitely not rocket science, but it's hard. It is difficult. And I think it is made a lot easier when you are operating in the circles of other investors, um, power team members that are very experienced. And you just pick up little nuggets from all sorts of areas don't you and and you go oh that sparked something in my brain and maybe i could adapt that to my business in this way yeah i mean the, the power of the wider team and you know everyone is trying to move in the same direction aren't they and you know and therefore you know people do genuinely want want to help and 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 assist and, and help each other to to move forward because we're all, we're all in the same boat really but yeah you know we're learning every day, basically, and you know the world is getting more complex and complicated, and it is it is fundamentally changing. I think so. 
there's never been a more important time really to to be supported and and connected um so that you know you can do things the the, the right way which 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 maximizes the benefit to, to yourself i think absolutely and what do you think about the 20 miles per hour in wales how long is it going to take you to get to your investment area nowadays? Oh, yeah i'm not great cars sorry you do love your cars as well I don't you do yeah um, and uh i haven't got too many points at the moment um but yeah i might have to sell <laughs> sell my current car because it might be a bit too fast for for, for wells but um yeah i mean it's just it's just really as you said it's typical of 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 the welsh government you know in terms of their their general approach and and philosophy and you know yeah, clearly, twenty miles an hour everywhere is is very restrictive, and um, especially in the you know in the valleys. You know, you the, the towns are strange because the topography of the area. But you know, a town in a little town in Wales can be just a very long road along a Welsh valley, which can be you know five, six, seven, eight miles long. And um, if you're stuck at twenty for the entire area, it. it it, it can be very tricky, but I mean, ultimately, you know, safety first, isn't it? And we want to protect our, our towns. I mean, I think it's a, definitely a place for it, but um, yeah, probably not the default. But anyway, it's uh, it's where we're going, I think, isn't it? Yes, it's certainly where where Wales is off to anyway. So um, what's uh, what are you reading at the moment, James? I would love to know what people are reading or listening to that have sparked little bits of interest because I think some of the, the self-development books out there we all we all read them and they hit us at different points and we take different things from them each time we read them but what's your favorite at the moment well I, I tend to rely a lot on on podcasts these days and and I'm going to be YouTube addict especially with with the baby um it allows me to to listen maybe when I'm trying to get to sleep or or trying to get to sleep so yeah. um you know sort of broad stuff you know um macroeconomic stuff I, i'm really interested in to get a wider feel for what for what's going on so you know wealthy on is a is a really good um podcast channel um around sort of general investment um and also real vision is is, is another one that um i'm 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 listening to um but actually you know i'm, I'm going to reread rich dad poor dad again you know i think you know fundamentally that's such a, a transformative book um really does focus your investment mindset so yeah i'm planning to pick that book back up again very very soon because i think it's, it's a book you i think you should read every every year or every couple of years um yeah. as a as a really good reminder as to where to to focus your effort and how how to fully understand money yeah i think it's um it is a, a really valuable book and I think it's one that has um, changed a lot of people's mindsets. Um, and it is, I think, you know, self-development books, you, you go back to them time and time again and each time you're in a different mindset and so you pick up something completely different from them. Um, yeah. But they are saying anything different, they're all broadly giving the same message, but it's just that that way of receiving the information might completely trigger on that day as opposed to a different day so I think it is really important that we do keep returning to these these legends of books and um and going for it 
Yeah, and I just read. Um, is it make make your make your bed? Is it make your bed in the morning or make your bed first? Or it's a very very short little book again, but you know, based on the ideas of you know basic daily disciplines and, and just the value that compounding value of, of those just behaviors um so um yeah that that's an, an another good one but yeah i think if you can achieve those 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 daily disciplines um in all areas of your life you know it's um it, it, it's it's valuable stuff um but otherwise i do subscribe to you know property magazines and and the hmo um property magazine just to keep abreast of the the latest regulations as well as the um yeah the national landlord association um connected with them to make sure get the the the, the regular updates on on, yeah. on what's what's happening That's it. we've got so many good resources at our fingertips now haven't we that um connect us and give us the information we really have we're so you know there's this is clearly so much information out there but you know I don't really understand why people go to university anymore because there's just it's all out there, isn't it? It's just it's just a matter of, of, of taking it really. Yes, yeah, very true. Well, James, I'll let you get on with um the rest of your, your working week. Um it's been an absolute pleasure to speak with you. If our listeners want to get in touch with you to learn out more more about what you're doing, how's the best way to get in contact? Yeah, probably probably uh Instagram. So um James Horgan at James Horgan Property is where i tend to talk about that kind of stuff so yes that's that's the the best place fantastic and good luck with the final um bits of paperwork for your hotel in wales i'm really looking forward to getting that one opened and um yeah having a, a trip down with the family yeah that'd be great i look really look forward to that yeah perfect all right thank you so much james thanks sarah bye-bye mm-hmm.